rolling up. Welcome to the Jungle Brothers podcast. It's your co-host, Joey Worthington. We've got Paul Fettafilli. What's up? And Tiora Ward. Hello. Hello, gents. We haven't been together for a while. It's nice to see you guys. I've been away for two weeks. Uh, just a couple of quick announcements. Uh, 28th of March, we have the RISE Foundation Australia Mental Health Response Course. Uh, it's a whole bunch to think about, but essentially we have an organization that specializes in teaching others like us how to work with people who might be suffering from any kind of mental health issues. Uh, it's really relevant for us as gym owners. We've got all of our coaches attending, but it's also been opened up because we have some extra spots to the public. So if you'd be interested in attending such a thing, if you were, you know, just for, for your own knowledge or if you are working with uh, certain populations, get in touch with us, um, info at jungbrothers.com and we can let you know. We have a few spots left at this point. Uh, it's coming up in a few weeks. We also have our internship kicking off next week. All the spots are filled, which is super exciting. Got a bunch of cool people from our gym and also outside attending that. Uh, I'll be running it for the most part, looking forward to it. We will have another one running later in the year. So if you are interested, also get at us, info at junglebrothers.com. Um, follow us on Instagram. If you like the episode, give a review, five stars, 10 stars, whatever you can. Just hype it up, spread it with your friends. And uh, thanks for listening. Welcome, gents. Welcome back, Joey. Thanks, man. It's good <coughs> to be here. First week, first week back is always a... It, I actually get really excited for my first week back. Yeah. <laughs> but usually at like third day in, you're like, oh, I'm so tired. Like it, <laughs> it takes fit. a little... Yeah you're, just, yeah, you're just not used to sort of working, you know? What did you do over there? Um, so I had two weeks in Sri Lanka. What'd you do? What was it? It was a... Start, explain I, to us what it was. So I, I run a retreat uh, with a couple friends of ours, so friends of mine, a couple called Josh and Casey... They're into the yoga, the Wim Hof, the breath and meditation type Joshua stuff. Joshua's a rugby player? It was, yeah, league player. Rugby league. He played like... Played for Parramatta, played for Cronulla. Oh, wow. He's, uh, yeah, man. Like he's, um, it's really interesting because when you're hanging out with him, if you can get him on a bit of a roll, he'll tell you some of the old stories mm. about how they used to eat and mm. train and just battles on the field, mm. training with, you know, like playing with concussions and head color, like just all that shit it was it was a savage time but when you look at him now he doesn't look like a rugby player at all like no you wouldn't know. exactly that and, and that's the that's the most interesting thing is that he had that whole thing and he's now good he's, Nick. he's a good looking guy he's a very good ladies, looking guy ladies love josh i'll be honest and he moves really well i think i might have said this on the podcast about another dude but let me just lay it out for 2020 <laughs> if i had to you know hook up with a dude he'd probably be the dude i've heard a lot of women uh said the same thing after the first uh uh, training camp Oh sorry The, the retreat that you guys went on Well so let, let me tell you Part of the thing is He is so Open And vulnerable In front of a group of people That it like It melts your heart right. Like he will shed tears He'll tell a story In front of, And then he'll shed tears And look at you As he's shedding tears And you'll just be Like melting on the inside I can't imagine What that must be like For a female Hyper masculine Single male men Listen intently That's right Shed some tears <laughs> In front of your missus Listen and learn and also be really good looking and right. have nice brown skin. And move well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and be an ex-professional rugby league player. But yeah, he's, he's a dude. And Casey, his wife, she's a legend. And we get along real well. And so we've run this thing for three years in a row. She's pretty hot too. They're a hot couple. They're a hot couple. Hot couple. Hot couple. They've got two really good looking kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Damn. Take my jumper. Yeah. This <laughs> coffee's hot. Get them, get them pups training here at Jungle Brothers. But um, so yeah, so the first week was the retreat that we run, which is... Uh, you know, it's a collaboration between me and them. I really just bring Jungle Brothers to that event. So I just do bodyweight strength training, a bit of fun movement games, uh, a bit of mobility work. 
and I try to use whatever's available in the environment we're in. So last couple of years has been in Bali where we had substantially more equipment. We had a gym, like an outdoor gym. We had a fully equipped indoor gym to use. This time we didn't really have any of that. So I took a couple of pairs of rings. We had a really nice beach to train at. And so I just put together some cool sessions, kind of workshops based on that. Um, we had a couple of members from our gym and then a, a few people from outside. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. It looked like there's some new faces there. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it was, it was lovely. I didn't realize uh, that they went for so long. Like, uh, did you say five or six nights? Uh, yeah, six nights. Six nights. Wow, that's Talk cool. Talk us through the days. Like, you got um, Monday introduction. Yeah, turn up, sort of check in on the afternoon. Yeah. We do an intro that, that, that first night. Um, sorry, I'm eating a banana. Uh, the introduction, we play some movement games. Like, I get people connecting, do a little bit of work. And then the, the, we have meals together. So there's like a breakfast time. So everyone turns up to breakfast around the same time. Um, we have dinner together. Usually lunch is kind of choose your own adventure. Um, but most of the days start with a, like a sunrise session, which is usually yoga. But this year we did uh, three morning yogas and then two morning sessions with me. So we get out just before sunrise, go train somewhere an hour to an hour and a half come back, have breakfast. Uh, when we did my sessions there at the beach, so we go jump in the water, have a swim, bit of a body bash, and then go to like a nearby cafe, drink some coffee, and then go back and have breakfast. Um, and then it's like free time, usually for, depending on the day, but you might have free time for sort of an hour. And then we'll have the first workshop. And the workshop might be two to three hours. It could be on Wim Hof breathing. It could be on intention setting. It could be on um, some other form of breath practice, but it will be more of a theoretical kind of thing. What do you think about the Wim Hof thing? What's your, thought, what's your views on that, personal? I, I don't... I, I like it as a, as, a, as a sporadic experience, but I don't like it... I wouldn't like it as a regular you thing. You use it every day. Nah, it feels too stressful for me. Mm. I, You've done a bit, Paul, haven't you? Have not. No, I, I could see it. you doing like 10 minutes in an ice bath. Yeah, <laughs> in an extremely hot Both country. Both of these boys have avoided have avoided any you know what experiences at our gym that involved an ice bath. A couple of members came Coconut back and life. brought some false information from you to me. What they say? They said that you said I wouldn't take an ice bath, and, and I, I, I was right. public about it. But I yeah, I fucking no, called I, you out, bro. No, but what I said them. was I wouldn't take cold showers every morning. I wouldn't do that. I'd do an ice bath. Well, why haven't you turned up to yeah, any of the ice bath experience? Because ice I was bath, busy. Oh, we're all busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely do an ice bath. I'd I was busy so lying like down in the sun. <laughs> I, every time I intend to sit in cold, like cold water, I've never done the ice thing. Mm. I always say, right, I'm going to do like five minutes. And I get to about 30 seconds and I'm sitting there. Like, why the fuck am I doing this? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to get out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not very good at it at all. Are Don't we going like to have another it. one here? We should have another one here like and I can it. prove you all wrong. Yeah. I'll do that. Well, the, 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 the gauntlet was laid down. It was like, <laughs> Tua and Paul got to get in an ice bath. And oh, he got yeah. us Asia and Jem were like, it's got yeah, to happen. Yeah, that's who they came at. They came at me. I was like, I'm down for that. It's just long. the cold showers in the morning. Well, you only you stay in for like, it. I think three minutes is the kind of standard as a, as a first experience in the Wim Hof mm. thing. So it's like you hit three minutes or two minutes, then you get out. What's your record? Oh, I've never tried for that, record. but I guess, I, I don't know. Oh, I, the yeah. probably longest I've been in there is like, 45 minutes. 
55. <laughs> Can you share My with balls, us? I think the longest I've been in there is, I think we do like five minutes or something. Yeah. But here's the funny thing, you get right? bored? I, I like the ice bath. I do enjoy it. It is, it is mildly stressful. Like you, you can't help but feel that anxiety. Like you're watching everyone else do it and then you're like, oh, it's my turn. And then you, you jump in and you stand up in there first and you're like, oh, fuck, this is really cold. And you do, like I feel like a mild, oh, what if I fuck up? Like what if I can't handle it? Which is interesting because it kind of, you have to face that, I guess, a little bit. But it's funny because you do the whole thing and you do three minutes or whatever. And then you go and watch like UFC embedded and you see these MMA fighters who are like, doing their recovery and they're jumping in a fucking ice bath for like 20 minutes after training. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not necessarily like handling it with as much poise, like they're breathe, you know, they're carrying on screaming, whatever, but it's like 20 minutes in an ice bath. It's a long time. So, you know, you, you, when I, when I think about it like that, I'm like, you'll make it, you can do it. Right. It's, it, it is somewhat confronting at first, but then I think it becomes, can you share with us a few or, or maybe just one, if any, uh, breakthroughs that might have happened or cool moments intention, that happened? Intention. Intention. Hmm? Intention. Yeah. What? He mentioned intention, mm. an intention session. Oh. Yeah, intention setting. Okay. Setting. Well, the, that so could the, be a breakthrough. So the intent, yeah, that, that kind of is for a lot of people. So the intention setting thing is it's, um, I want to try not to destroy this, but I'm also probably not the best person to describe it. But essentially, it is. Uh, in, in a sense, setting like a mantra for yourself and the way you would arrive at what that, those words or that sentence is, is you would take some time like in this workshop setting um, to talk about things in your, like write down things in your life that maybe th- uh, problems that you encounter or things that you struggle with or the things that you wish you could do better with and also talking about um, what you wish those things were like. So, you know, you need a a space and you need someone to kind of facilitate it so you can like sit there and sort of be creative and look at yourself and go, okay, well, you know, like I'm a little bit like this and sometimes I don't really do that. And you answer all these questions and then it's pretty simple. You then go through all of your writing and you look for keywords that pop up a lot. So I'll I'll tell you mine, like I, well, I won't tell you my intention because it's secret to me. You're not Uh, allowed to share it? No, you can share it. Do you share it on the, the day? But the thing is, here's the thing, is because it's words, what your words might be might mean something to somebody else and it just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, so you yeah, almost yeah. don't want to share it because it just because someone will be like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, well, thanks. You just devalued my fucking life mantra. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah it's personal. Um, we'll keep that so one what off is there. It? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me the fucking mantra. Yeah, yeah. But so the, so the idea is you... Uh, you, you, you know, you, you identify those things and then you would set a thing and it would be like, I am whatever, I am calm in the storm or I am fucking full of love or, you know, it could literally be, it could be I am something, it could just be do this and do that, but it's really whatever works for you and something and the idea is that when you, and you write all these different options and when you come to it, it'll kind of resonate with you and you'll be like, yeah, that, that kind of hits the nail on the head of what I'm trying to of what I've been trying to distill all of this text down into. And then you're like, cool, that's my intention. And so you can have like a primary intention, which would be like really big and overarching. Uh, and then you could have a secondary intention, which might be something that's more behavioral based. Mm. Um, but the breakthroughs for that, which definitely happened, are when you get people to look at themselves. So you kind of, they look in the I mirror. I do that a lot. You're good with this stuff. I've no, seen- No, I mean like in the mirror. Look, oh, fix your- <laughs> 
he just popped the most muscular pose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do a bit of this, right? Like you like you like a bit of mantra. Yeah, aff- yeah, aff- yeah. Affirmations. Affirmation that, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. it's really the same kind of thing. Keeps keeps me on the straight and narrow. I'm a drifter. Right. So I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah. So I need something that kind of. <laughs> Like, Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, but so you would use yours in what way? Like you would you would uh, repeat it to yourself daily? Yeah, a bit of a reminder. Yeah. Sometimes it might be a little thing in my wallet, so it's just there. And yeah, my diary. And <laughs> Is it the empty hole in the wallet? <laughs> Make more money. It's the only it's, thing that's It's where in the my credit wallet. card of mine that he borrowed and lost <laughs> used to live. But I found <laughs> it three you months later after I cancelled it. <laughs> yeah, there's not not Sorry. much else in my wallet beside my driver's license. <laughs> but, but yeah, 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 similar stuff. And so you come great. and what do you do? You review it daily? Yeah, you, well, that's the idea, but it doesn't it doesn't work out like that for me. But um, even not reviewing it daily or running it through the way that I was taught, uh, even just using that stuff intermittently is is, is such a great help for me. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this I, stuff sounds good. I'd like to. Maybe you could run us through it. I could take you guys through it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's. I think it's really cool. And I've done it. You know, I've done it for the last three years because I only. I do it at every retreat. I sit in on their workshops and just do it. And every time it's every time it's rewarding for me. Does you find what you comes of it every like after twelve months is similar or very different? Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I guess it's. I guess it's kind of the same, you know, mm. like it's always pretty consistent. But I, you know what it's like with, with anything that's like uh, self-development-y or business development you're or any of those things. Yeah, you're exactly. You're evolving and also uh, you're picking up different things each time. Mm, mm. So you hear the same lesson and you're like, oh, that, yeah, fuck, yeah. That's, that's right. I wasn't course, doing that. I can add that in. And then, you know, so I do think that reviewing that stuff in the same way that it's like, when you're teaching someone how to do a, a push-up, uh, they're, when they're hearing it for the 10th time, there's still value that 10th time because there's things that, that, that totally. didn't resonate with them the first yeah, nine well, times. You're not in a vacuum and things have happened in the last year and you know, you've become wiser in certain areas and for sure you hear it differently, don't you? Yeah. Did I tell you that I'm going to Tony Robbins in September and then I need oh, five days enjoy. off? Bullshit. Yeah. Five days. That's so cool. Something like Bullshit. that. Bullshit. Yeah. Bro, Do he, that in a day. Tony Robbins called in this morning and made the quote for the JB newsletter. No, not Say, we'll talk. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my man. <laughs> oh, so cool. Yeah. I'm going with my sister, with Betty. Oh, yes. You're going to yeah. walk on fire. I actually don't know. She sent me an email yesterday. On yeah, you have to. How dare he? Information? How dare Tony make a Fiji and walk That's on fire? That's fucking racist. That's their fucking cultural thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a handstand 60 seconds on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the event? Um, Does it unleash oh, the man. power within or something? I think it is and I feel bad that I haven't... I need to open the email and get on board with it because it's so far out. She invited me like two months ago or something like that. So uh, it's in my inbox and it's like an information thing on it. Sick. And it's in September. I'm a little nervous. The hot I think I need thing would, looks painful. <laughs> well... <laughs> Just yeah, like a nice bath, but yeah, hot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I should be in my element there. Yeah, bros. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So I don't know too much about it yet. I think the more I find out, the more I'll be at ease. But right now, I know what I've seen from the doco on Netflix. Yes, I'm and I know that that kind of hysteria, jumping around and 
clapping and yeah, a lot of that, dude. The fucking videos people post, like you see people who are like relatively like chilled, Chill, and yeah. then they go to those events and they're like, oh, oh Instagram, my god, oh my god, and they right. show you them dancing Correct. and everyone, da- and you're like, yeah. stop it, like yeah, I know. It's kind of like telling the mantra. It's like I can't understand what you're feeling right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. So far out, let's stay tuned. Oh, I'm excited for you, bro. Yeah, thanks. Could be our next podcast. Uh, Haley's done it. Ask Tony if he wants to jump on. I'll, yeah, I will. He'd be up for it. Have for we, sure. If we've got space on our schedule. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Clear some appointments. How much do you reckon that guy gets paid to speak? Fuck. Oh my gosh. He's sickening. Tons. Well, how much is the five-day course? I don't know. I think it's like 2,000 bucks or something like how that. How many people are there? Uh, I have no idea. Thousands. Thousands, usually. Like yeah, it, yeah. Is it COVID-19 proof, this arena? Well, look. Mate, I don't know if that's going to be if running. Is. It might be a Skype. Skype session. Only the strong will turn up or the weak will have perished. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bro. Too early. Real time. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I mean, fuck, who knows what will be happening in September. But yeah, that's sick, dude. I'd kind of of always wanted to go. Mm. I dare you say that about Tony. Have you seen the docker? I'm not your guru? I haven't. It's cool, man. I've heard it's pretty good. It's, it's well worth a watch. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, he works ridiculously hard. You know, if you like him or not, like... Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Made totally. an impact. Yeah. And, and I mean, what's incredible is that, like, you remember his infomercials and shit to buy his, like, t- cassette sets yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, I'd be like, no, oh, why He's would been buy doing that? this shit for, yeah. like, 40 years, man. It's mm. incredible. And, yeah, and he's been, like... He's worked with, like, he worked with Princess Di. He's worked with fucking... He's in Conor McGregor's Michael corner, Jordan, wasn't Conor he? McGregor. Fuck yep. How's that for... That's good marketing, that one. Yeah. He looks like... Cool. I mean, I know from what I've seen, uh, that type of output he's used to doing and he has that type of personality. You know, you get those friends who always seem to have energy all the time and you're like, how the hell... And when does that guy sleep and all that? He's definitely one of those guys with that big energy. Yeah. But to be outputting that much... For so many decades, and oh, and he man. obviously has draining because he makes such a big impact, and he realizes his power. He has several PAs, and everything's set up so that he just has to put, you know, he does all the work. There's people booking his stuff, people who drive him, and and that's what happens when you want to extend yourself further beyond, you know, you get a team of people to help. But like, I feel o- like over that a long on time, just so you, if you're listening, my classes Please. are actually the busiest Please. class in the gym yeah. for quite some time now. <laughs> Tony Robbins Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers started going up when oh, Nikki sorry. started, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And you started, uh, it enabled you to remember the program. Um, oh, <laughs> shots fired. So pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> so, intention. That's day one. That's what? a lot done in day one. Well, no, that's not day one, but that, that's an example of what kind of workshop might go on in the mid-morning. Yeah. And then you would have some time again and then you'd go have, and then we'd go have lunch. And, you know, when it's a bigger group, or like at the ones in Bali, we, the, we, breakfast, lunch was a part of it. So you all go to a restaurant and have lunch, whatever. It's included. But Do you get, uh, do you get on the piss at any stage? Um, yeah, some people do. I, um, like I'll have a beer here and there, but usually that's kind of all not I feel one, like. Not like one party night. On the last night, we, we'll go out and have some drinks. Um, but again, I'm like, By that time, I'll have a couple. Pretty, pretty decompressed. Yeah. And fuck, um, I mean, I, I'm like two or three drinks max these days anyways. Yeah. But, you know, some people give it a nudge. I think Asian Gem gave it a nudge, ended up on yeah. the beach, 
hanging out with some crew, maybe watching the sun come up or some shit. Oh, I don't that's know. good. Yeah, it's nice. Nice. You know, there's no like, it's not a super health based thing or whatever. It's like, go do what you want. It's, it, the idea is that it's a, it's, a, it's a holiday for the people who come, but then they also get uh, like a good mix of training and mind work done over the week Personal as well. development. Yeah. Nice. And so we do that. And then after lunch, you might do a two or three hour session with me. Could be a strength thing, could be a handstand thing. Kind of, I gauge it on the energy and the vibe. And then it's like, um, actually we do something that's cool. We do, uh, Casey runs these yoga nidra sessions, which is essentially a form of yoga. Uh, it's a, it, you, you lie down. So you, you lie down, you put pillows all around you, you get super comfortable. And then the instructor reads to you. Um, it's almost like a, like a set of instructions and it's a guided meditation. And it goes, you feel like it's like 15 minutes or something and it's like an hour. And you kind of, dri- like I, I usually crash out really early and then I come back and it's like the best fucking sleep you've never had. Um, mm. It's mad. Wow. And you got someone talking to and she, like she... She'd she, have a nice she voice. Puts on, yeah, she puts on like her Nidra voice and it's mm. kind of like, you know, lulls you off. It's uh, super restorative. Do, does anyone like... Fuck, do snore? It. Fucking oath. <laughs> yeah. I think I've done it a couple of times. Oh, I'd be asleep straight away. Bro, it, you know, and it's like you must have needed that, right? Like yeah. you I go lean up against deep. a tree in the daytime. <laughs> rolling all over fucking mad. You got, all, you got all the pillows so you're so supported. Um, and hey, you got a little eye thing over here. That you, sounds you know? nice. You know, um, Rizza from Wu-Tang? Yeah. He's got guided meditation series on Spotify. I started listening to Bullshit. Yeah, it's good. Is it's it? funny. Yeah, I only just listened to like 10 minutes of the first one, like the intro. And um, yeah, I'll let you know more when I do it. It's on Spotify. It's free. That's so good. He's got such a good voice as well. He does. He's got that voice. So it's funny. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. But yeah, so that was the first week retreat thing. And then... No um, barbell work, I'm guessing. Nah. No. We had... um. Well, we, I, I built a whole session that was around using another body. So we did a lot of, lot of lifts of another person, um, incorporated a bit of wrestling type stuff into it, fireman carries, double leg kind of pickups, high crutch pickups, um, dragging, pushing, all that kind of stuff. It was really good. Cool. Yeah, it was like a beach, beach session that we did one oh, morning. Fun. Yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, it's something I'd like to do more in the gym, but it, it's, you know, I guess the, the nice part is you can you can experiment a little bit because people are open minded. It's not like it's not like they're turning up to that session like I got to get a workout in today. They're kind mm. of sort of like open to whatever. Yeah. So I can play with some different things. That's I cool. love I love that sort of stuff. And obviously in the gym here, you get that contact uh, in the BJJ program most. And then in the striking class, there's a lot of kick catching and a little bit of clinch work and stuff like that. But that'd be cool. Like, would you ever see like the overreach portion of the bodyweight program? Like working on how to lift someone or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool, oh, eh? Sure. Yeah, even in uh, SNM would be good. Anyway, we've had it there before. Yeah, we have. We have it's just been we? a while. Bring it back. It's just, it, yeah, it's a, it would be cool. It's a tricky it's one. It's tricky because right? it's tricky to um, regress. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be cool. The high crutch. High, high crutch. crutch. A bit intimidating for some people. It's a nice one. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you grip the thigh and you yes. get right up don't, towards yeah, the no, yeah, that's chicken right. skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have a retreat in Rarotonga next year. Well, this is the talk. Tell me more about it. Well, my my background, well, my mother's from the Cook Islands and um, we've all been there before together. We were there for our, for my wedding together. Ten. Well, next year will be 10 years ago. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. 
So God, that's alarming. Yeah, it'll be like a decade since we were there last. Are we? Oh, that's next year. Next year. Wow. So it'll be yeah, like I could potentially renew my vows on that day, and redo my wedding dance. That could be fun <laughs> for the retreat. Great, we <laughs> can do the fucking setup for his wedding fuck dance. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I Remember? want lights over here. I want these lights to do this, but then I want these lights to do that. Remember, <laughs> if you remember, no <laughs> cables. I don't want to see any cables. Yeah. Dig it all into the ground. <laughs> Mem- remember being on the gas bottles, you and I? Yeah. We had one gas bottle each. And when the dance was going on, we had to like turn, <laughs> up, turn yeah. them up. Just on the little on the little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't had cues for you guys. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but it looked fucking awesome. It looked it sick. It was, it it was an like incredible dance. wedding dance. I was impressed, I yeah. Can't. You can dance, bro. <laughs> no, not really. But it was good fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. But this, this retreat's going to be really Good, because the island has, like, its training models in the island itself have, have grown over time. There's jiu-jitsu there now. There's a little, little, little baby jiu-jitsu academy. Sick. There's a CrossFit box. There's a kickboxing. Is uh, Yeah, a little studio. And all of them, they're all close to family. And everyone, they all know. My auntie trains at the CrossFit box. Um, the guy who's running the kickboxing uh, used to train with in Sydney on and off here and there, like, you know, 20 years ago. Wow. Um, you've met the guy who started the jiu-jitsu. The ju- you met him the last time you were there. Yeah, on my last day. Yeah. Yeah, he came you from New Zealand. Recognised each other's ears in the... <laughs> yep. Was love at first hey, sight. Hey, <laughs> 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 funny, funny you mentioned. I was up at the lights the other day about to cross over towards it to get a coffee and uh, this kind of guy, I'll say like a little guy, like, you know, like sort of quite short... Walked off a construction site and he walked over and he was kind of looking me up and down. And then he walked behind me and I felt him kind of looking at me up and down. And then he came and stood next to me and he like looked me up and down. And he was like, what do you coach, bro? Jiu-jitsu? <laughs> I was fucking stoked. I was like, yeah, bro, fuck, come train. <laughs> we had some mutual friends. Uh, that's that so awesome. Good. Yeah. Recognition, street cred. Right. But that's cool, yeah. So, so that guy's got an academy running now. Yeah, yeah we've got uh, there's a free diving um, outfit there. And we've taught. We T and I taught a class at the CrossFit gym when we were there. Yeah. Was, we- was it the wedding or was it a different trip? No, no, it was the wedding. It was the yeah. wedding. The week after. We taught like a, free, like a session there. It was mad. Yeah, it was great. So, so we'll be exploring everything that we do within our own gym, but on a tropical island. The fight, the lift, the move. A little bit of exposure to some new coaches and then sharing a bit of knowledge with them as well. Uh, we've got the beaches and the lagoons for our meditation and the mountain therapy. And so cool. We've got a cross island walk, mm. all mountain walks that's going to be, yeah. And, you know, it's also close proximity all over the island. It takes like 30 minutes to drive around the island. So even if you want, you, you can get a little bit of space away from each other. Yeah. But everything's so close at hand that. You know, you could say, all right, so easy. everyone's going to meet at this bar tonight and everyone's <clears> going to turn <throat> up for karaoke or yes. we do the, the disco bus that drives around the island. It's going to be awesome. Oh, there's a disco bus? So the <laughs> new <laughs> disco bus. It's like a hut oh, on the back of a truck. It'd be good to go on, eh, Joe? It's, yeah, it's a, it's a hut. <laughs> Maybe the, we could have some drinks. <laughs> oh, did you guys do the disco bus? Yeah, I was fucking hammered. Oh, Paul man. and I were hammered that, that night. Gets you, a long time ago. Gets you pretty trash. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like they've got an open hut and just stuck it on the back of a truck. <laughs> and then this is a massive sound system on it. With like yeah, it's like the music lights. plays out, yeah. not even in. <laughs> yeah, the disco lights are going. But yeah, so we've got heaps of stuff we can do over there. Deep sea fishing, all of that. But yeah, Dude. it's going to be great. So cool. And then obviously like incredible food, right? Like amazing fruits, amazing yep. seafood. 
Yeah. Just fucking goodness. And also uh, a bunch of permaculture farms that we're going to go and do some visiting and touring oh. and maybe do a little bit of taro um, digging and that kind of stuff. Oh, so that's cool. Get our hands dirty. That'd yeah. be super cool. Mm. That's a strength session right there. Oh, if man. you've ever man, done one. And I think we should also do a little like a like a uh, Cook Island dance workshop. Wow. That's fucking hard work. This is a three-week retreat, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start allocating 10% of your weekly income towards it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, lots of, lots of good activity. It's good. It'll be a fun, it'll be a fun trip. <clears throat> when are we, when are we thinking of doing it? Second half of the year? It was November, I think, wasn't it? September. September. Yeah, we wanted, that's right. I wanted to bring it as early as possible, but still get the best weather. Yeah, it was September. And not have all the tourists. September. Yeah, so keep an ear out for keep that Keep an one. ear out. Yeah, we've got to put some details down and then start start selling tickets because it'll fill up quick and it'll yeah. be fucking mad. I think it'll be, yeah, our gym especially, will. there'll be a bunch of people from here that want to go. I feel like we need to book two straight up. Oh, uh, yeah, so we can have, oh, you can't come to this one, come to the next one. Plus that'll <laughs> just keep us going back there. <laughs> I want to yeah. go. It's a good point. So yeah, anyway. Fun. Yeah, well, I'm fucking psyched for that. And so, you know, obviously, like I do this one with Josh and Casey, but I haven't spoke to him yet. But probably, probably next year, you know, if we do once we push over the row one, I won't do another one. We'll just focus on that. Uh, it'd be super, super sick. Mm. Maybe they come and join us one day. That'd be nice. Oh yeah, they'd love it. That'd be. Yeah, that'd be dope. Possibilities are endless. Mm. So you're recovering from your knee injury. Yes. Looks like you're getting around on that well now. So you're doing some plyometric work. Yeah, yeah. Is that on the sore knee, on the on on the, on the sore leg? Yep, on the sore leg. Nice. So um, yeah. So I I started before I went to Sri Lanka. It was it was the tenth week, and so the my physio gave me a whole bunch of different jumping drills, box jumps and um, bounds and single leg hops and all sorts of multi-directional things, with the idea that when I came back from Sri Lanka, I would be able to start running. Um, so I was doing those drills a whole bunch while I was away. And then I saw him this morning, Nick, shout out ActiveRx Physio in Maroubra. Um, and then we did some, I did some running today, some testing, and it felt good. So now I've got a running program. Background on that is three or four months ago, four months ago maybe? Yeah, tw- thir- yeah 13 weeks ago. Ah, uh, well, yeah, it was probably, yeah, it would have been about four, four and a half months. Yep. I, yeah, ruptured my ACL, training jiu-jitsu, um, and then... 13 weeks ago, I had a surgery where they reconstructed the ACL. So they, when they reconstruct it, they can either build it from your patella tendon, which is at the front of the knee, or they can rebuild it from your hamstring tendon. Um, so if you put your hand down on the inside of your thigh, right up towards the back of your knee, and you feel those ropey bits on the inside edge, they're your hamstring tendons. So they take like a section or a segment of those, and then they essentially screw that into either end, like one into your shin, one into your thigh, and that becomes your ACL. Um, so you have a new, a new tendon that has to graft to the bone on both the shin and the thigh, and then you also have the hamstring that has to heal because they've chopped part of it out. Um, How's the hamstring side going? Pretty good, actually. Yep. I'm quite surprised by that. Um, you always had excess hammy there, didn't you? I did have a lot of hammy, and the, the surgeon <laughs> was particularly impressed with the size of the hamstring. Um, <laughs> Bountiful. <laughs> he said, uh, "What do you say? Oh, he's got an Irish accent. I'm fucking messed up." He said, "Oh, we got some some monster hamstrings there, monsters." <laughs> and I was like, "Nice, brother. That's Should what we like up to hear." Saw bum bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Am I your child? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <know? sorry>. like, <laughs> oh. I got molested by a doctor once. Bullshit. Yeah, totally oh. molested. <laughs> what I, happened? Well, I well it was my. I was doing, Hang on. <laughs> I went to the doctor when I was twenty-one, and this is before I. Well, I would have been nineteen actually, before I knew that you just you don't need to go to a doctor for any kind of physio work. I had a sore back. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got like a sore back. It's been giving me problems. And he goes, all right, lay down on the table. He was about four foot, big hump on his back. Ooh. Yeah, he was old. Would have been like late 60s. And he was like, hmm, okay, <clears throat> just lie down here. No gloves on. Starts feeling my back. And he's like, is there pain here? And I was like, no. And I said, it's a little bit lower. And his oh. hand went straight down my pants. And finger went into the crack of my butt. And he grabbed my butt cheek and he's like, is the pain here? And I was like, looked at him and I'm like, oh my God, I could like snap this guy's neck with one hand. And he's got his finger down my crack. And I was like, uh, no. But it was really strange because I didn't, I didn't like get angry or anything. I was just shocked that this guy had his finger down my pants. And then I was like, no, I think it's feeling all right now. And then I just kind of walked out and I was like, oh my God, I just got molested <laughs> oh, by an fuck. old guy. I reckon he would have been like sniffing his finger or something. Ooh, yeah, okay. it was nasty. Never washed that, that hand nasty. again. It was nasty, bro. Dude, it's a nineteen-year-old bum that, that I would have had back then too. Been filthy animal. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Isn't that gross? I mean, but fuck. I mean, you know, like the. It must happen all the time, right? Right, for sure. Well, mate, he would have been doing it on a regular basis. I got but a. The, I got a little very bit. Very courageous. I got a little bit touched up oh, when, I was about, when I was about when I was about eleven. <laughs> When I was about 11 by a doctor and it was the oh, fuck out creepy. weird as shit. It was in front oh, of my mum. Oh, that's creepy. And she was what? like, yeah, it was really uh, fucking weird. I, I hurt my, I hurt my thumb skiing. We were like at Threadbow and I busted my thumb and it filled up with the nail filled up with blood. And so she, and it, you know, like it, when your nail fills up, like it hurts and they often drain it or put a little hole in the nail mm, and it mm, relieves mm. the pressure. So she's like, oh, we'll go to the little medical clinic there. And I remember going to the clinic and the guy's like, oh yeah, give me a look and we can fix that. And as he was fixing it, like he he kind of like straddled my legs, like my leg with his legs. And, was, oh. and I was like, and I, all I remember is that I found it mildly off-putting. And I remember talking to my mum afterwards and she's like, yeah, that's fucked up. That was... A bit weird. Yeah, that was a bit weird. But it was, oh, it was just at that level where... Like you were where, sitting on your lap? Where at the time... No, I think I was lying on the bed and he kind of almost... Like when you're making a pool shot and you put one leg up on the table... For your thumb, kind of yeah. For my thumb, bro. Need to it was really, <laughs> it was really fucking weird. Like I'm like telling you, I'm like, how did that happen? And my mum's like super see responsible. That's yeah, horrible. But same kind of shit, oh, right? Creepy. Like a pool shot. Like a pool shot. <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to sink a sink a ball, ball in the corner pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, well, I got m- no. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't trust Paulie not to tell his story. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so where was we? <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually. That's know. right. Yeah, the monster hamstrings. I've known you guys forever. Strong, but now. strong hamstrings. But so um, so then you're recovering from the the reconstruction of the ACL, and to put to put the ACL into the bones, they have to drill holes in each of the bones, like through it. Um, and so then you also got to recover from the hamstring thing. Yeah, interestingly, my hamstrings come good pretty quick. Like I'm deadlifting, Romanian deadlifts, all that like loaded stuff again now. Mm. Um, and I just this week got back to drilling in jiu-jitsu, which I'm taking very cautiously, being mm. very selective about who I do it with and what I do. 
But, you know, 13 weeks out, I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good about where it's at. That's good. Yeah. That's cool. who you, who, did you drill here or did you go to... I did both. Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've been coming to the Monday night class here with Paulie. Yeah. Um, Coach Paul, um, who's the latest addition to our JITS program. For those that don't know, he's a savage uh, old training partner of mine and we're lucky enough to have him for the next few months taking our Monday night classes, maybe longer than that, let's see. Uh, and then I've been going to, I went to Alliance with my coach on a Wednesday night. So I'll probably just try and keep those two nights a week for now because I do notice that after my knee is sore mm-hmm. and it's kind of at that point like I'll, I'll do the running and it's probably going to be sore and a bit swollen after I run and over time it'll adapt. But that's not necessarily a bad sign though, is it? No. The it, swelling. Exa- no, it's a necessary sort of part of the adaptation. It's just about getting the quantity right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I swell every time I've, Train. Get a fucking moose. I know. At least up four hat sizes. Yeah. <laughs> the cranius. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your goals. Bro, you fucking you were ripping on the on the straps on yesterday. Yeah, He's triple, kicked like a bunch of goals off. Triple, triple roll up. Got my triple roll up. Dude, yeah. I saw four roll ups. It was a bit... Can you just go... I counted four. It's not cross off the goals board worthy yet. Well, you got... Do you have five on the board? (coughs) Oh, you Uh, got got three. Didn't you do four? No, the first roll is with a bent arm to to position yourself. But that's the backwards roll, right? Yeah. Didn't you then do four forward rolls? No, it was three. I'm sure, bro. I didn't see. Do a recount. I'll recount it. But yeah, I think (laughs) I think I cap out on the roof on four, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but... It wasn't, wasn't clean enough for the goals board, but it's there. So now it's just refining. And I got my handstand push-up. Did you? But I couldn't. Well, I got me. it, and then I got it again, and then I tried again this week, and I didn't get it. So it's not there yet. So but fringy. It's in reaching, you know, like. It's close. Yeah. On a good day. On a good day, yeah. They're so fucking touch and go, those things. I know. I've I never tried one in my life till last week. <laughs> yeah, like, right up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what all the Except for about. like Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been trying to chip away at that goal for, well, probably a year up to when I got one in Fiji and then at Paul's wedding and then I didn't try it for two weeks and then I never got it again for two years. I had to keep trying to get it back again and then I finally got it back. So it's a fucking long time to be working on something very minor. It is. That's why I stopped working on it. Has absolutely <laughs> no, no, no. There's no translation to anything really. Well, it's going to make your good. overhead press better. <laughs> obviously. If I and press to my exercises. forehead. Yeah. <laughs> push back up again. <laughs> oh, it's not going to save you from the fucking zombie apocalypse, is it? It might. How's it going to get me to get that toilet paper quick, quicker in this <laughs> fucking shopping basket? Did you, see, um, did you see 80s Nerdgasm on Instagram today with their latest post? You guys, do you guys follow 80s I Nerdgasm? Do not, sorry. It is, nah. it is absolutely <laughs> the best Instagram account. Did I account. tell you how I had a third kid? It's, the best, it's the best Instagram account I follow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's but, a picture of Arnie. Arnold Schwarzenegger from Commando <laughs> holding the rocket launcher. But the rocket launcher is a, uh, what are we talking there? Four, three, a 12 pack of toilet rolls. <laughs> and the caption is, get to the shitter. Get to the shitter. Fuck, that could great. be the podcast. Fun. I'll post it up on, uh, on JB stories right now. So <laughs> anyone that's listening, please, please watch. Um, 
but yeah, bro, that's uh, that's impressive. The stuff you're doing on the rings, I was like, oh, on the straps, I was like, bro, it's fucking cool. You've come a long way with it. Yeah, I really, I think when you find something that you just enjoy, and so there's that that player element, it just feels so much easier to do it. Yeah, you you run you know? downstairs whenever you've got twenty minutes yeah, for a class a or something. Bit. You've been playing with it. Yeah. Does it not require a huge amount of warm up for you? Like, is it pretty? No, I think. Well, I'm running. I run the body weight program for myself. The one that we, the same one we use for the gym, and that that uh, I just run what we what we program for everyone else, and that gives me everything I feel like I need to be able to jump on the straps and feel safe enough to do more of the dynamic stuff that um, requires a bit more intensity and range and that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. But now I'm starting to play with velocity. Like I want to... Using try some speed. It, yeah, and getting the, the dislocates where you spin upside down. Right. Yeah, so that'll be the next, the next, the next trick that I'm working on. It's like beginner's gymnastics. What, what would you say, like, because obviously a lot of the movements look similar to what you see on the rings, um, but obviously like the position where your, the strap is attached to you is, is changing. And what would you say the main difference or differences are compared to training on the rings? Um, or is, is it, it just more so versatile? Different? Right. Because you can bring, yeah. So the straps are, the aerial straps, it's an acrobatic tool and they're just pieces of, of um, material, two straps of material and they've got uh, some kind of Kevlar inside and then cotton on the outside that allows you to wrap that strap around, around your limbs. Uh, so it means you can bring the anchor point closer to your body and access positions that you just could never access if on the rings unless your you're hands. A, like an absolute animal, like, you know, unless you've been doing gymnastics since you were five years old and you're, you know, five foot five and, you know, chose the right parents and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, legs. yeah, you can kind of you can you can access a lot more. Plus, you have the vertical um, uh, plane that you can work up and down, and then also they spin, which is accessed via the rolling up of the rings onto yeah. your arms. Or yeah, you can roll. You can roll up can, the straps. Yeah, sorry. you can roll up the straps, and you can also spin on them, and you can get like a lot of uh, centrifusion. <coughs> I think that's called. Yep. And the interesting thing about that is. Once you start spinning, your body gets lighter, huh. which is really interesting, That's, and yeah. which means you can you can if you you, yeah. you can move into these positions like a one arm fucking uh, back lever and hold it if you have the the ability to balance or the skill to balance and. Spin. Yeah, and spin at the same time. <laughs> wow. Which I thought, oh, that's oh, great. That's cool. I'm just going to try that. And then I tried spinning and it was like... Hang on. You get hard. a bit woozy, it, don't you? Yeah, it was... It, and also your, the, when your body shifts or moves a couple of mils, it just, you just end up getting thrown out to all kinds of shapes. And that's when you're probably more likely to get injured. So uh, I'm tentative sh with Shoulder dislocations and stuff? Is that a little mm -hmm. bit of what's at risk there? Uh, well, you, you'll, the progressions are you start in like an upside down pike and then you kick your legs back behind you and then you kind of dive forward. And I then, really like the look of that. And then your body will spin around the rings right. or the straps, whatever tool you're using. And the, where you would go wrong is if you don't externally ro rotate your shoulders, bring your arms out, if you stay in like an internal rotation, and fall down, you'll drop yeah, into drop what? Down into a skin the cat but you'll do it with velocity mm. and it'll probably tear your arms off like a 
your torso Chicken will drop to the floor. <laughs> your your arms will still be up on the street. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you if you don't uh, cue that, then then you're gonna fuck. hurt yourself. Yeah. So there's lots of practice just dropping onto the mat at the moment. I won't do that until it feels like it's second nature. Right. Because I want to keep my arms on my torso. Fuck yeah! It looks looks like there's a lot of like yeah, just just pressure. On the arms, the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I felt like my my shoulder joints are now probably the strongest they've ever felt because of them. So yeah, it's been great, man. I've, I really like um, having something new in the gym to work on. There's always going to be something like that, though, isn't there? Keep you keep you interested and occupied. Well, if you actively go out and find it, yeah. But you know, mm. and I mean, here we have a lot of that because we've got a, a big variety of training. But I think for a lot of people, there's there's probably a great lack of variety in their training. Yeah. But, you know, it's because it's, it, you know, like if you're like, you know, in some other kind of world, like if you're in the CrossFit world or something, it probably doesn't enter your mind that, oh, I could go like get some straps and like hang them in the gym and start fucking around mm. and ask my circus friends. So that, you know, so I think it's nice that, that we have a bit of a, a place here that feels very open to whatever. Yeah, and a training model that can prep your body to look at a tool like that and say, oh, you know what, I could, I could have a crack at that and maybe do some of the beginner stuff and get my foot through the door. Yeah. Whereas with a lot of, you know, I mean, you could be bodybuilding for years and you'd look at a tool like that and you'd just be like, no, my body's not going to handle that. It's going to hurt too much. Yes, right. So, yeah, it's good. It's good to know that I'm in my 40s and I'm, I can still look at a tool like that and say, oh, you know what, I'm going to play with that and, and still make progress. Not just hang around at the... Not just maintain. Yes. <laughs> and just see the last years out. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Just like decrepancy and kind of cradle that on the way down. No, I don't want to be like that, bro. I'm fucking... You want to be... You want to be... Uh Yoel Romero just getting stronger. That's what I was thinking. This mate. guy, this guy's body is like what they like describe Yoel's like. You know, everyone said like, was it Luke Rockhold's like, yeah, when you hit him, it hurts you. <laughs> like he's like, it's like he's made of oh, steel mate, or concrete. Guy, I can't believe how well he went. I mean, a lot of people didn't like the fight, but man, he's he caught he caught Izzy out with two, three overhands. That's Those a hard overhands. shot. Round to one land. and two. Hey. You got to be mm. fast and very unpredictable to land a shot like that. But don't, three times. But don't you think it's because he faked the shot? Yeah. And Izzy was obviously like yeah. probably concerned about the shot. So he wasn't Dropped thinking about the overhand right. He went. Yeah. He changed, and mm. then it was a perfectly placed. Unbelievable. God, fucking strike. Also, like drops. Dangerous. Oh. Man, he's a he's horrible a guy to fight. Scary, scary dude. Did you see the videos of him? This is uh, the UFC that was on the weekend. Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. For anyone that, that doesn't follow. Um, was a strange fight wasn't really the most um, wasn't really the fight everyone wanted to see but whatever that's how it goes sometimes Um, but you like uh, Adesanya leg kicked him a lot right and then at the end of the fight he was like he won't be walking tomorrow blah 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 and then y'all posted videos of him like running and like doing sprawl <laughs> drills and shit the next day <laughs> such a fucking beast <laughs> well he's doing like a backflip and he drops in a front split yeah for his dance and he's off. 42 42 he's such a and beast. he's had i don't know how many fights that guy's had but he's had a lot you know he would have had a well lot of he's fights. a he's a he's an olympic wrestler before his whole fighting Man, career his right body would have gone through the ringer yeah and he's still in great shape incredible amazing yeah but everyone says when you hit him it hurts you He's just so hard. It's like Christ. he's made of something else. Wow. And you can he, see it in him. He's got like a hardness to every part of him. Even his voice is hard. 
I love his voice. <laughs> He's so good. Just I see you, boy. Yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> it's pretty good too. It's not bad. And just the things he says, he's such an odd character and he's obviously, you know, um, staunchly religious and he's just got some funny yeah, one he, he, Yeah, he's a soldier of God, he's isn't a soldier he? of God, yeah. yeah. Well, don't forget, that, don't forget Jesus. Be a drug dealer. Yeah. Hey? Funny choices <laughs> yeah. in life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been one or the other. Some kind of assassin, <laughs> drug dealing assassin. <laughs> you can see a character like that. So, knees, how long till you're... How long till you can compete, and will you comp- Because you had the you had your your jits comp prep. You were actually going to go in a comp with uh, Robert Whitaker. Yeah, you were in that. You guys were in the same same category, same pool. Same was pool. you, Rob, and another guy called Jack. I call him Rob, like I know the guy. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I know our yeah, Rob, yeah. <laughs> Robbo. <laughs> yeah, Robbie, seen better days, mate. You'll get that title back. <laughs> I would love to see him get that title back. It would be fucking awesome. But um, Rob Whitaker was the former middleweight champ of the UFC, also fought Yoramara twice, for anyone that doesn't know, but, uh, and won. But um, yeah, so Rob was in my division and there was another guy from Central Coast or something. Uh, yeah, so it was a real shame. That was the day, the day I registered. It was a Tuesday morning and then Tuesday night I went to train and that was the night I hurt my knee. And I did consider, I think the comp was two weeks out, I considered still doing it. Yeah. Like if I, because I felt pretty good after I, after I tore the thing. Um, but the advice was, don't be a fucking idiot. Mm. So I, you know, so <laughs> I mean, I just, I just floated the idea. I was like, what do you think theoretically if I, because I thought if, if it just means that, you know. You can only go forward and backward <laughs> and not sideways. Yeah, I could just pull guard maybe. Or I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Hop on one leg. Pull guard, God, <laughs> against Rob Whitaker, you just get mauled. Oh, that'd be horrible. But, um, but yeah, so the, the recovery is seven to nine months. So from when I had the surgery, say seven months would be like middle of the year, so end of June. Um, the surgeon is happy for me to return to, tra- to competition at that point. And the, the, all of the literature shows that you are cleared to do so. But the, there's numerous studies that have shown that for, and this is interesting, for every month you stay away from full-scale competition or full-scale like intensive use of the knee um, from seven to 12 months, for every month you delay your return to full-scale training, your risk of re-rupturing the same tendon or the same ligament decreases by 50%. So seven months is risky, eight months is slightly less risky, nine months. My physio is like, obviously that means if you wait 12 months, you're in the best possible position for the you know for the best outcome for that knee long term but he said i'm not going to stop you if you want to go back to things at seven a little earlier so i was like oh i don't really know how i feel about it i probably wouldn't compete but you know would i return to full sparring at jiu-jitsu like rolling maybe i guess it would it would just depend i think i'll gauge it when i get there yeah but yeah i don't know i don't know about the competition thing i like to think that i'll compete again um but it's been such a distant thing for me for years now that I'm sort of I'm not really fussed either way. I'll just sort of play it by ear because I don't know how my confidence will be. That's the funny thing I was about to mention, like with my ankle and stuff. Um, I ring rust. Yeah, yeah. Well, that in particular, it's competition and stuff. So there's all those factors, but also just you you don't you're not sure what your your yeah where your confidence is going to be. Uh, you putting pressure on it and wanting to push it and stuff like at the moment you feel a lack of confidence say when 
Hattie's running around your legs or something, you know, something's going on. And you're like, will that shadow that's always there, like, will that fade away? And you can't really know until you get closer to, you know, until it heals more and you spend those hours over days loading it, feeling it out. And it just kind of happens later. For me, I was, I was, I really thought I wouldn't get it back um, at some point. And over time, it, you know, it's like now I've, I forgot all about it until someone mentions the scar and I'm really grateful that it's like that because, you know, all the shit that we do here would be really, um, you know, it would stop me from doing loads of things that I enjoy if I had that, that lack of confidence. Because there was a while there where, and sometimes I get these little, uh, these little murmurs when I see someone, like when my kids would jump off a wall and they'd land on the ground and I literally, my, my calf would just kind of like shake a little. <laughs> it just, I just feel it and be like, oh, oh. <laughs> just like when someone gets kicked in the balls and you're like, oh, and your nuts just retract a little bit towards your guts. <laughs> it's a bit like that, but in my Achilles. And I'd get that all the time and like, you know, unexpected as well. Yeah, when right. I hear someone do like a, you know, a bad box jump or they're, j- they're jumping down off a box and it's like slap and you're like, oh. I, it would just kind of shift over like a sympathy kind of again. contraction almost yeah but it's just almost like a little fear yeah you know it's a little fear like I, i'm i need to apply that lo- yeah i don't it's weird but it's, it's pretty much gone i haven't had that for ages how long has it been since you tore your oh, achilles mate, i can't i've got the worst memory i believe it was two years ago yeah yeah, all, yeah, coming up on two years. Falcons and you two. It didn't t- tear off the bone though, did it? It was just hanging on by a thread, two. wasn't it? It was a thread, yeah. Which is a good thing because then they could stitch it back. Well, it was. Well, they clean that. They cut that anyway before they they, cl- oh, they cut okay. that before they do it. But the, the advantage of having that little string was that for the four to five days that it took me to get into surgery, um, the top half of my Achilles leaning in my calf wasn't rolled up like a shutter blind and it was yeah. kind of in a lengthened state. So it wasn't going to like heal up into a ball up there. Yeah, I think it just helped it. it. Oh, that's mess. gross to think about, like a recoiled Achilles yeah. tendon and calf sitting up behind your knee. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I was fortunate uh, and uh, yeah, grateful now that that's kind of faded away. But that thing you mentioned about the confidence, yeah, it's like you don't know until yeah, three months from now. Six months from now. Do you know when, do you remember when you started to feel confident in yours? Like, or when you just stopped thinking about it? Uh, oh, it's hard because you just stop thinking about it, don't you? It's true. Can't put your finger on it. Um, yeah, it would have been maybe less than a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, because I, yeah, I was always thinking about it. I went to work on the bag before I went to jujitsu because I thought it's really hard to control your weight in jiu-jitsu, even when you're playing off the ground and, yeah, your limbs are where you can't see them, if you know what I mean. Like, my leg could be behind me and my head's twisted. Well, you lose a bit of properception. Totally gone, totally gone. You don't know where your leg is. Yeah, and I felt a real lack of confidence to do that. And and so then working on the bag was good. Um, And then, you know, I started working on the pads from there Then eventually went back to jiu-jitsu and, yeah, it just faded slowly over time. So really hard to say when. Something uh, I was speaking to one of the doctors that train here. We've got five doctors that train here now, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and with the whole corona thing, they, um, a lot, all electives, uh, there, there's talk that elective surgery is just not going to exist for however long necessary. But it's definitely something to keep in mind uh, when you are training that you don't necessarily want to get in a situation like 
urine where you, you get this tear. And I, is that an elective surgery, what you had? Would have been, wouldn't it? Um, I mean, it's not, you're not going <clears> to <throat> die. No, well, I, I don't think it w- I think that would, I don't know what it's called, but I don't think that would be elective. Because your one would no. have been elective. <sighs> yeah, 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 mine would so have been elective. They would have just said to you, You'll be right. You, you cannot get this done until things start to co- cool down a bit. Yeah, like mm. with, with corona and stuff. Yeah, because sure, they need resources. Yeah. So supposedly, and I think that's, that's what's going to happen. That's the first thing to go will be elective surgery. Right. So, so like non essential stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of interesting. It's something to keep in mind anyway. It's a good know, point. If you well, go and well I, was told, I was told for mine, like uh, if I was to not get the surgery, my Achilles would grow back. And a lot wow. of people don't get it and they've got a tear and it grows back. To what quality? It's, it's definitely lesser quality. Um, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I, like, I don't know if it's that's amazing. true of if it's completely ruptured, but I believe that it can. Don't quote me on that. But I had the option of leaving it, hanging on by a thread, and it would somehow attach over time. And I had done oh, wow. even the smallest bit of research, and I quickly found that elective surgery, if you're athletic and young and planning on using it a lot, that you definitely want to get the surgery. Well, you ticked two of those boxes. <clears throat> I did. The dig. Duck weave, duck weave. So, um, so when I went in, yeah, when they, uh, when I went in, I, uh, I got some, I got, a, a, I spoke to a few people, including um, Nick's partner, M, active M, active virus. And I went in there and, and pretty much told them, I, I just lent into my profession and the fact that I am athletic. I mean, I had to ham it up a little bit. I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a coach. I, 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 um, I'm, a, I'm a competitor, athletic competitor, and this is detrimental my life. To, my, to my life and my business. And, and you know, I actually didn't have Move to the list. sell it too much. And they said, okay, sure. Um, in, in your case, because you're young. Um, ish. Ish. <laughs> oh, so young. <laughs> How many years younger than you? Uh, that yeah, I, I'd get the surgery, and, and it wasn't elective in that sense. It was like their recommendation, you know, that it would affect my lifestyle currently and, and my health if I didn't have the surgery. So, mm. and that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because you, because like with the, uh, like with the surgery, your your recovery is in a sense longer. Like you know, I elected to now go through this seven to twelve month process where I've got to let the ACL like graft and all that happen and the swelling to go down and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But if I just decided not to have it, I'd probably be, I'd be at a high risk of hurting something else in my knee because it would be less supported because it's missing a major ligament. Mm. But I would probably be, I could be back at full scale training mm. already for a couple of months. Yeah, sure. So it is in like, I think for people's outside perception, it's like, oh, um, it's just interesting that you have to recover from the surgery almost harder than you have to recover from the injury itself sometimes. Yeah, and that's why I think they, they shy away from the elderly. Like if you're old, they won't, they definitely won't um, <coughs> do the surgery because... Too much risk. Too much risk. You've got a six-inch gash <sighs> on the back of your heel and Infection. it locks you up. Infection and, you know, uh, it's very difficult for them to see out a successful rehab over a long period of time. Lock their bloody knee up and lock their hip up. Yeah, but Fuck. at least, at I least unlocking. Yeah, dude, I had a guy, uh, poor old fella, in the <clears> bed, <throat> neck, like uh, in the room with me in the hospital, and um, 
I don't know how old he was. He probably he wasn't necessarily. He could have been in his seventies or eighties. But poor old dude, he was having a fucking struggle of a time. I think he, you know, like he didn't hear very well. He had a hearing aid, and he was in there to get his knee. He wanted to get his knee fixed, but he, um, he laughing at boy. <laughs> T was in the in the ward with you. <laughs> oh, you <fuck. laughs> Is that how your mind works? He just started giggling I to know. himself. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old fella. Pew pew. It's like that's how he's thinking all day. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a good filter. <laughs> um, but the guy was he was trying to get his knee fixed, but he was just struggling. He was. He, was, he wasn't communicating with the nurses and I remember one night the nurse came in they said, oh, you're right. And he's like, I need a drink of water. And they said, oh, oh we'll get you one. And he said, I've needed a drink of water for eight hours. <laughs> and they're like, why didn't you press the buzzer? And he's like, what buzzer? <laughs> and it was like, oh, fuck, poor dude. Like, he's, you know, he's having a hard time. Right. But the, the knee surgeon, um, who was not my one, but another one, came in to see him and uh, he came in and I heard the conversation but he was looking at him and he said, mate, he said, we need to do the surgery, but you're too swollen, too inflamed. He said, I can't operate today. He said, you can stay in hospital for another few days. Maybe the swelling will go down. We can get you, get you to a point. But yeah, I can't operate on that. Mm. So poor guy just had to wait around and hope that maybe the inflammation would go down or maybe it wouldn't. You know, I was like, mm. fuck, that's when you've got an old body, things are starting to break down. Um, harder so, to recover. Yeah, harder to recover, harder to get into the surgery and then really fucking hard to rebuild it after, you know. Not a, not a situation you want to be in. And that's why you got to put the time and effort in now. Right. You know? Strong and robust body. Yeah, and one day you just kind of die. Yeah. You know? Well, Fit and healthy. I mean, that, that's, I'll, I'll give like credit to my body in that situation or in that regard. When I tore the ACL, I, you almost, with the tests and stuff that we did at the physio, you almost wouldn't have known that it wasn't there anymore because everything else just like stepped up to support it. And mm. I could still pretty much do everything. And that was when the surgeon looked at it and the physio, they're like, man, it's pretty good. Like, if you didn't want to have the surgery, I'd be okay with it. Except if you do want to go back to competitive jujitsu and or hard training, then I'd suggest it because you'll, you'll just hurt it again down the track. But I thought all of the stuff I've done over the years has allowed this to, mm. has allowed it to be at this point now. You, do people walk because that one doesn't grow back yet. Do people just walk around without an ACL? Am I yeah, right? mm. yeah. So if you were to move into that medial line, like knees falling in, you'd get some sort of. It's more um, the um, contacts with. Yeah, it's more the rotation, mm. so that like so the thigh bone or the femur and the tibia will will rotate. So it's usually when you're changing direction, right? Mm. So just imagine that your thigh stays where it is and then your shin rotates inwards. Mm. That's what the ACL sort of does. <clears throat> so apparently when it's not there, the meniscus, which is like the shock absorber that sits on the end of each bone, the meniscus will, will absorb the, the brunt of that movement, mm. Mm. Um, which, you know, which then you wear away at your meniscus yep. excessively. And so depending on what you're going to do, like if I was, I don't know, if I wasn't training jiu-jitsu anymore and I was older and um, I wanted to just chill things out a bit, I could probably have gotten away with that. But I don't want to live that life yet. And I also already had pre-existing meniscus damage. So the surgeon was like, look, you're going to come back in here with fucking arthritis or a bucket handle yeah. tear of the meniscus in 18 months anyway. Mm. So let's just do the surgery now and I can fix both. Yep. So, you know, so, it, you know, there's a lot of... Um, I was thinking about it the whole way through 
because you see people like you see uh, there's another NRL player the other day that snapped his ACL like the first game back or a training session out for the season I saw there's been a spate of uh, female AFL players tearing their ACLs like they're so common in ball sports and jiu-jitsu uh, and judo and stuff I'd imagine um, and the it's very easy to same with your Achilles tear ports very easy to like lump them all in as the same situation so did you get surgery or did you not get surgery but what i realized with mine is that it, it's actually very specific based on your individual conditions so like my individual conditions were i've got a strong background of training already and development around other parts of the leg um i have some small amount of the acl left but pretty much none um i had pre-existing meniscus damage so, and the location that that meniscus damage is in is significant. Um, and I'm at an age and I have interests that are, and I have a career that is like all those things, all those variables contribute towards the decision. I'm going to get surgery or not, you know? So when you see sports players and stuff, it's, it's not as simple as like, oh, you fucked your ACL. Yeah. Go get surgery. It, mm. it, you, they kind of got to take all that into account. Mm. Mm. And also the success of that, uh, that surgery as well. Like percentage, yes, wise. like of how well they do it. Yeah, like if if it is actually going to be a successful surgery or not. Yeah, which is always the, there's always that that um, element of unsuccessfulness potentially. Totally. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the surgeon would never tell you that, but you know it, don't you? Yeah. Mm. When you go in and they check it, they're like, "Oh, that was what he said to me last time he saw it." Grace, oh mate, that's a that's a hell of an ACL there, man. Oh, that's rock solid, rock <laughs> solid, mate. <laughs> Must be it's what I say to my clients when they walk in. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does the ACL actually go all the way up to the butt crack? <laughs> uh, too good. But shout out to Dr. Bro. That's my guy. Surgeon Dr. Bro. That's his last name? Nickname Dr. Bro, dude. Um, well, that's privately. I don't call him that. Okay. That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> Is he Dr. a bro doctor? Like he just doesn't actually have a B R O B R O E. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sick last name though. Oh, hey? Good. Mm. good. T Bone, you never you've never torn anything, snapped anything? No. 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 Tip of my nose got kind of broken. But it was just like a was this a cartilage? And then it just healed back up again. Knees, shoulders. Broken nail. Have you broken? Yeah, have you broken a leg or anything before? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joey! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. You haven't broken a bone or anything? Uh, no, no. I the my I've dislocated my toe, my big toe. Mm. It would have been better if it broke because it stretched tendons and ligament, and that takes fucking ages. Uh, but that's it. I've got a bit of arthritis. I don't know. Something's clicking in my right pinky. And that's it. I've had a, I've had problems with my, my I had a, yeah, my, I had a, I, uh, some sp I, uh, injury with my spine. I've had injuries in my neck, but that's all been either from just boxing or some kind of wrestling drill or something. That's always been like big tweaks that yeah, take some time. Yeah, it's been like impact that where someone's done it to me. Um, but other than that, no, I've been I've been really lucky. Yeah, fucking Yoel over here. Yeah, no, I've been lucky. Okay. But you know they come, and I'm you know you get those little stints where you're injury free and you take advantage of them, and you 
grateful for it and then when it comes you just kind of deal with it and focus on the other areas that you can work with yeah it? it's true i mean and that's the uh, that's the big thing about how we all manage injury isn't it that it's like obviously it's disappointing and there's all these things i could be disappointed about in terms of jujitsu and and all that stuff but i'm like fuck man i'm doing handstands again and i'm basically back doing all the same shit in the gym strength wise mm. and i'm like i had other time to work on other things like personal development or whatever like really i it, you know it's not like like there's always stuff you can do in your life that, that you can take time to develop mm. uh and especially in the realm of physicality mm. so it's like all right if you get injured then just work on another thing yeah you know take that as an opportunity yeah you got to keep moving yeah okay cannot stop i think a, a real large part of that is your is how you like like where you're how you identify yourself so like you know for me like i'm you know, like that guy calling me out on the street, like jiu-jitsu coach, bro. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that reinforces my identity, right? I'm like, oh yeah, sick. Like he saw my cauliflower ears and he recognizes that I'm a jiu-jitsu guy because I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. And then when, I'm, when that's taken away from me because of my surgery, that's potentially really damaging. And I have experienced that in truth, like to some degree where I'm like, fuck, like, oh, it really sucks. Like I really want to be back doing the thing and developing, but I'm able to look past it. But I think for a lot of people, they invest all of their, like all of their identity in that one thing. Yeah. And they're like, I'm a fucking kickboxer. That's what I do. Mm. Or I'm a soccer player. And then when they can't do that thing, they're almost, they're blind to the possibilities of doing something else. Yeah. Fixed. And it's, and it's, it's and it becomes the away me situation. Yeah. And all the focus is on how hard done by. Yeah. How you're a victim of this yeah. life. and Yeah. And that goes into a really bad place. You don't want to go there. I guess we try and do that a lot with members, right? When they get busted up or, you know, we get plenty. We've had a couple of Achilles tears, um, people out playing soccer, things like that, and then can't train. But then we're always like, hey, what, let's find something else that you can do. Let's work on your upper body. Let's always, get yeah, you yeah, back yeah. in the mix. Absolutely. Just off topic, question for you guys. Do you know who used this microphone last? So oh. I'm like gagging on it and I'm thinking. Did you sanitize it? Mate, I, I might have been Clint. I reckon he had a bit of a fever on the He day. was coughing. <laughs> he was coughing. Definitely sweating. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about COVID-19? We can talk about it. Yeah? Yeah. I've got a question. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything on this topic, but I'd like to find out more. But I keep thinking about... I the, know about most things. <clears throat> I, keep the, <laughs> I think about uh, this, the idea that, um, you know, having a more uh, robust immune system... Uh, is, it's obviously there. It can help you ward away influenza or any other diseases and how training can uh, help boost that. I guess I'm wondering, and I, I'd love to hear from an expert if you, you have a simple explanation, like uh, kind of on a biological level, how does that work? How does me being strong, like, and, you know, feel free to say I don't know, um, but do you guys know, like, have an idea? Because I thought it would be cool to, to, to get someone to... Well, you fucking had Luke Tullock here two weeks ago. Why didn't you ask him? It's because I didn't believe it at all. I was denying (laughs) at that point. Yeah, And now I'm like Trump. (laughs) 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 It was like, it was a hunch back then. And now um, we're behind it. Unbelievably serious. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good question. Hey, I'll be, yeah, straight up. I don't know the science. Mm. I know the bro science. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know the bro science. I know like the, the conceptually like. Bit of exposure to. Well, yeah, the way, the way I see it is that our, like most of us are living in an unhealthy way. Like we, we have a lack of movement nutrition. 
Like say you say you say you're working in the city. You're in an office with recycled air, like air conditioned air. It's dry. Um, it's not particularly clean. You're around a lot of people. You're sitting down a lot of the time. You're looking at a computer screen. Like there's eat shit, smoking ciggies. Eat shit, right? Like you know, even if you're a, the healthy person that does that whole life, you're still sitting down all day. You're still fucking stuck on a bus or a train getting in there. Like it's still not an ideal situation. So if you just go from there and then you go home and you sit down there and have dinner and then you go to bed and that's your sort of routine, you are, you are, you're, there's a lack of nourishment that's occurring on so many levels. Um, and it's, in my mind, it's easy to draw a correlation between that and a weakened immune system because you're just not expressing your, your body in the way that it's designed that's to be expressed. Circulation. Circulation, like your endocrine system, like your hormones. Which needs mo- a lot of the functions need movement in order to stay healthy, yeah? Yeah, you need, like you need physical movement to get blood pumping through the limbs, particularly out from the legs, and to get, um, you know, which brings, which gets toxins and things like that moving through systems yeah. of filtration and whatnot. More but oxygenation. Then you need more maybe. oxygenation, but then you need the endocrine system moving, so you're pumping different hormones through the body, mm, mm. growth hormone, um, like all of the hormones are, are moving, right? It's not mm. just about testosterone or whatever it's like that system is being stimulated yeah um and so training is for most people like coming to the gym and doing an hour or a couple of hours of work is their chance to express some of that humanness and get that shit moving and force a little bit of like put a little bit of stress on the body on yeah systems. it's all about stimulus yeah mm. which which then allows them to go and recover they sleep better they're likely to eat better like it's it, I, I just see it as like you like there's no one that's not like if you're not doing some kind of physical stuff every day, there's no way that you can be at pinnacle of health or like optimal health. Mm, mm. Yeah, you want to be strong and healthy to mm. deal with any any kind of stress factor in life. Really, mm. you see it in the garden. Weak plants will get picked on by pests and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, but right. A nice, strong, healthy, a healthy plant won't be covered in like. You know, little bugs and shit like that. What about like the weak plants that like um, drive Ferraris and have like massive trust funds and shit? How do they go? Oh, they they're bi- they're like dodging, <laughs> dodging the bugs. You know? They've found a way to hack the system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paid someone off. They got like yeah. a mask and a bottle of disinfectant and <laughs> hand sanitizer, so they're good. Don't call out the hand. I'm doing a bit of hand sanitizing. Yeah, we got it in the gym. We got it's it in the gym. There. It's important. Yeah. But, you know, you know so there, there's, there's a lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of bro in that in terms of like, I don't actually fucking know on a physiological level. Yeah. But you've got to choose your right parents as well first. That's like the first thing. So you want to get... For, the, for your immune system? For immune system. system, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Strength, immune system have like, the good genes. One of the things is gene-related. Gene I'm pretty sure it is anyway. Maybe we should get a doctor on. Well, that's what, I, that was like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'd like to, you know, enlist that. Because just for my own understanding. Because I know they can that sit that's there and say, main... well, actually, that's wrong. That's bro science. Yeah, no, yeah. that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, cancel this episode. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 that doesn't suit our agenda whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think um, good airflow for in a gym scenario. You don't want to have that recycled air. No good. Yeah, you want air getting out. Contact, things airborne. So, you know, you don't want to be coughing and breathing. If you are sick, stay home and then practice good hygiene. Wash your hands, 20 seconds minimum. So the uh, state health department says and sneeze into a hanky. And if you don't have a hanky, sneeze into your arm. Into your elbow. Into your elbow. Yeah. And 
if you're sick, just stay home. Yeah. Seven to 14 days or something like that, isn't it? 14 days, yeah, is, that, is the period. Incubation period. Yeah, and I mean, I guess the... Um, I think the like for gyms, a lot of the fear is around most gyms are in confined spaces. Yeah. They're in mm. office office blocks with air conditioning, like there's no fresh air getting no in. Sun getting in. Yeah, like jujitsu no like UV. you know, you go to any any cold country and all of their gyms have to be indoors. Mm. Whereas ours, we're very fortunate for the most part of the year it's pretty warm, so we can have the doors open, mm. plenty of airflow going through. And not a lot of um, there's not a lot of there's not as many people coming through a small gym like ours. It's true. Like we don't was, have 2,000 members. Well, well, I was working at Fitness First in Darlinghurst. We had 2,000 swipes a day. Fuck. No yeah, way. That's how many people were coming in and out. And you couldn't open a window and the air was recycled. And I was getting, I was getting like flu symptoms every like three months kind of thing. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it was full on. Like you're constantly fighting some germ. Yeah, that kind of environment's not healthy. It's and you and you're using equipment that like, one thousand of those people have all fucking sat on that yep. day. They've all sweat on Sweated it. They've on all it. coughed on it. Yeah, it's got fabric on it and shit. Like yep. it's yeah, it's a real carpeted cesspit. Yeah, it's fuck gross. Carpet, man, that's a really interesting one. I remember going to like a Bikram studio, and you know, have you guys <laughs> ever done Bikram? You sweat fucking I buckets, have. mate. It's very strange having Ninety minutes, you're just leaking the whole time. Carpet, like, it. yeah. Oh, yeah. Carpet. You're on carpet, and and like you got your yoga mat. Very strange. But like I got like torrents of fucking sweat running off the mat onto the carpet. Like it's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. Apparently, they stink when they don't have the heating on. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, mate, it would be putrid. <laughs> oh fuck. Bikram's um. Did you hear what happened to that guy? With the fucking... Yeah, he's like... Yeah. He's like, he's, is he, did they lock him up? I don't know. No, 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 no. I, I watched the cre- doc on Netflix recently. He cre- he's got creepy... And, is it worth a good docker? Uh, it's interesting. doesn't make you feel good. It's you know, yeah, but he's, I feel good docker. At the, end, the very end of it was the most alarming because I'm watching this whole thing and it seems like a bit of a modern history historical account. Uh, and at the very end, they're showing footage and pictures of him doing these retreats in Mexico or just at the end of last year. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, so he's Mexico? still operating. Yeah, he's out what there. Does he, what did he do? Um, you know how you had that doctor's appointment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's doing those. <laughs> no, yeah, so, oh, look, I can't quite recall. I mean, he was... Was he, he selling, his, uh, was he selling he, his semen or was he just saying that it's like worth a million dollars for a drop of it? I really? don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, there's claims about things like that apparently. Okay, I don't know about that part. I don't I don't remember that being the doco, but he allegedly sexually assaulted a few people. That, right. and, and he'd have these what a creep. Yeah, for sure. And he had these um teachers training camps and there were five days and there were a particular place and they all stayed in the same hotel that he ran downstairs in the huge conference room and then at night they would do yada yada and he'd call people up to his room in the middle of the night oh, to massage him and, and he had the weirdest thing is, yeah, it was just like creating this whole culture around, you know, him. touching in him and being, you know, massaging each other. And he forced himself onto, there's a few people, including one person who came to visit him at his house, you know, and stayed over the night. And anyway. Interesting. Yeah, man. It's pretty creepy. Crap. But the, the, yeah, like I a said. A lot of similarities to the whole Weinstein thing. Yeah, I read a bit. book on that earlier this year. Okay. Same creep. kind of thing. Fucking. He's been, he's such a mega 25 creep. years. 25 years, huh? That'll see him out to the end. Oh. Yeah, I'd say so. So good. Man, he was fucked up. But it was the same kind of he thing. What's 25 years? Oh, he sorry, got 25 years. He got 25. Wow. Yeah. So good. He's just normal, like kind of within his world. 
and yeah. the people are working with him, he was like normalizing the, yes. the abuse in a sense. Yeah. So people are like, oh, it just happens, you know? Yeah. Part of the job. Yeah. Creep. Uh, Bloody creep. Yeah, man. Everywhere. Yeah, so. man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't finish on such a negative note. No, that's a tough one what's to, positive to call on. Um, I don't know, what's good? What do you got? Well, I can't fucking train jiu-jitsu, so there's nothing good about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wanted to say, uh, you know, on our... Um, we got our mental health uh, workshop. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, we do have that. Yeah, that's what, March 28th. So we're going to be... So coming out of the back of that, we're going to be equipped to understand more how to identify people that might be going through things, how we can help them. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the main thing, I think, is understanding what mental health is, the ins and outs, the types of it, and then being able to identify... Uh, the the signs, the onset signs. Nice. I think that's what this response course is a lot about. And then, you know, how to... First response. Yeah. How would you deal with it? There's a second course that they offer. I think that one goes into more... It uh, goes in depth more on the whole subject of how to respond. Um, I would love to do that one at a later date for sure. Um, so anyway, it's Saturday. It's here in the gym. It's really cool. They come out. Um, and it's Ben Higgs that comes out and he's Rise. the founder of Rise Foundation. And if you go to his website and check out his story, it's pretty cool. You've met him, T. Yep. You met him on the beach. He's a I'm local Mariba guy. Yeah, um, nice guy. Yeah, but he's got an interesting story. And I think, I think that besides the information that he's going to pass across, I think coming from a guy like him with his background of bipolar, I believe. Yeah. Um, and if you have a look at a picture of him, he's, he's got a history. Uh, he's kind of a interesting character. He's got a lot of tats on him and stuff, and I think it's going to be just a, an interesting speaker as well as uh, providing, like, some tools for us. Um, but, yeah, it's, it comes out to the gym. Uh, it's a six-hour course, and, um, yeah, we're going to do it on a Saturday afternoon. So cool. Yeah. And, I'm um, pumped. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, if it goes well, um, do them kind of, every so often and kind of be like a a a, a spot or like a, a venue where they can come and you know we just kind of we're like a we're known that we hold them and when people want to do them like we're like we want that type of those type of people in our gym to come and run the workshops whenever they want that'd be cool thing. yeah it'd be really cool yeah it's, it's a good space. big part of what we do hey mm, yeah i think so and i think anyone like you said at the beginning will benefit from it. it's not just coaches but in right now, yes. the oh, world that we're living in, everyone could really be upskilled on this. You, yeah. know, you don't have to be someone who's coaching, and yeah. So I think it's cool. It'll be good. So that's coming up. Um, what else we got going? Fuck, that's a bit. That's a fair bit. That's a fair <laughs> bit. Yeah. Um, let's wrap it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Gents, thanks for the talk today, boys. Good to catch up. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, good. guys. Uh, if you want any help from us junglebrothers.com get us at Jungle Brothers Movement on Instagram um, or just come down to the gym and see us if you want to do some training or if you want some help with your training off site we do personal training group stuff whatever you need um, thanks to our coffee sponsor Panavore Legends um, we'll see you guys next week bye bye bye